All right, welcome to Tracking News. My name is Nick. This is episode six of season two. This is the last episode in the current series. I'm going to take a break for a little bit and do some racing. But I do want to hear suggestions for the next series of podcasts. So um, drop me a line. The details are in the show notes. This episode, we are going to preview our season here in Wellington. Um, talk to some of the main protagonists in the men's and women's fields and also catch up um, with our junior coach to talk about uh, some of the younger riders to watch out for. Uh, if you're not sure, the Wellington season runs pretty much from October through to March. We have about seven major carnivals, uh, race meetings. Four of those are Wellington Cup events. And in those events, people score points according to their position across the line in the various races. And whoever's got the most points at the end of the season wins whatever category they're in. It's pretty straightforward. In the middle of that, we also have uh, the Lake Old Cup Carnival. So this is our biggest one-day race. It's uh, uh, centered around three main scratch races, which come with a nice bit of silverware. And in fact, I think the Lake Old Cup race itself is uh, New Zealand's oldest, long or oldest, longest running track race. Uh, it's been going for about almost 100 years so uh, always a good event uh, brings in the crowds and um, yeah it's, it's usually great racing all right before we go any further I'd just like to shout out our sponsors we have a great bunch of people who contribute um, and their support helps make everything happen uh, helps pay the rental fees for the velodrome itself helps us get new hire bikes and maintain them helps us put on coaching all sorts of things so Big shout out to uh, Bedpost Thornton Key, Zeal Commercial Interiors, Tidy Slabs, Tinelli, Flashclad, Resolute Construction, and of course, Burke Cycles. All the details for how you can kind of check these people out and the, the companies are in the show notes. So uh, please make sure you do that. All right, so first up, I'm going to be chatting with Ellie and Judy, uh, who battled it out. Uh, in the women's overall prize last season came down to the final race meet uh, possibly even the final race of the of the season extremely close racing and uh, here they are to talk a bit about what they've been up to and what their plans are for the season um so look, you guys are very different riders um dare i say you're diff in a different age bracket each uh <laughs> and yet <laughs> what are you saying that uh, and yet, Judy, you you're very closely matched, Ellie. Like you're completely different riders, but you always seem to like balance each other out really well. Why why do you think that that is? I think it's because I really want to beat Ellie, <laughs> and so even though Ellie's a stronger sprinter, marginally stronger sprinter, <laughs> I work really her. hard on that. To stay on the sprint races, I work really hard just to hang on to her wheel. So when I'm racing, I'm always looking at Ellie and, and pretty much no one else. So how do you feel about that being uh, stalked whenever you're racing? Is that a bit, sort of make, makes things feel a bit claustrophobic or anything or you don't mind? No, I'm looking at Judy too. Uh, I, I, mean, know, I never really thought of us as being quite different riders, but I guess I guess we are. But maybe everybody is different riders, you know. Yeah. I actually don't think we are that 
different. I mean, you're definitely a stronger um, sprinter and stronger tactically <laughs> as well. But I think um, you're surprisingly strong in the longer races as well. And I don't know. It's because I want to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we just both we both want to race everything. So, you yeah. know, when you race everything. Why are you each so motivated to beat the other one? I don't know. I think I've been racing track for nearly 10 years now. And only recently has there been like a group of women who are all of a competitive level. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, on that, you it's true. You know, there's, a, there's a great like um, uh, cohort of ladies racing at the moment. Um, you're all in B grade or most of you are in B grade fighting for the overall title, but there's obviously a bunch of blokes in there too. So how do, does that affect your kind of tactics and racing at all? Yeah, it does. Uh, I think there are some um, really useful B grade men who are, um, <laughs> who are tactically do the same thing. So for example, in the elimination race, I know that Tom is going to go to the front. He always races from the front and he's a really good wheel to sit behind. So you've got to get in there, second wheel, make sure Ellie's not on his wheel and you get, <laughs> you get like a, a really good draft the whole way around. And then he sort of runs out of steam at the end because we've been seeing on his wheel the whole, the whole race, right? So it's always basically Tom in the front, leading from the front the whole way. And then me and Ellie <laughs> and, and maybe, um, maybe Bella lately. But if you can get on Tom's wheel and draft the whole way, then it's just going to be a sprint, right? So so that's kind of a way of using a fella who is doing the same thing all the time to your advantage. So definitely it helps having having Tom in the elimination race. Yeah, they're, they're um, kind of more obstacles and uh, useful pieces of equipment, really, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and similarly... Dave uh, is always going to go usually before the start in the um, two lap sprint, right? So you want to be on his wheel. There's a lot of predictability about the um, the guys and how they race their races. So. Uh, Dave, Tom, if you're listening, probably want to mix things up. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, you, you have mentioned um, there are obviously quite a few other women racing at the moment. So Bella Uville, um, Renita Vanderhelm, like who else um, do you think uh, are you going to be watching out for for the women's title this year? Is Bridget back this season? I think she might be. Oh, uh, yeah. Bridget Olfert. Yeah. Hope so. I think also it feels like Millie and Michaela and those sort of the young ones are going to be getting there That's very <laughs> true isn't it yeah um there comes a period with those kids when suddenly they come back after a winter and they're like better than you and uh yeah you notice it's it all the time happen. yeah um maybe not this season but well i don't know i think you'll probably start seeing signs of it yeah uh like you say tactically they're very astute those ones uh, millie and michaela so you might get outfoxed yeah definitely michaela um beat me a few times this last season actually mm. um so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they were really 
really up there. I think the thing that I really like about the track, which is different from uh, cross racing, is um, it makes a real difference if you know what to do. And I think it's taken me quite a while to work out tactically what to do. So even though I might be decently strong, I was always using my energy in a in a wasteful way. And um, when I first started, which is not that long ago, actually, um, Jamie was around and um, at the end of each race, he would say, oh, you know, you probably shouldn't have done that. And that was really useful, having, having one of the, you know, experienced guys point out where I'd completely wasted my energy. And um, yeah, and I think that first season, I don't think, I mean, I was eliminated in the elimination race like first every time. So it does take a lot to kind of work out what to do, um, which is the, yeah, I think it's the best thing about track is that the strongest person doesn't always win. So that's the thing I like about it most. Yeah, it's a thinking person sport. Like, uh, Ellie, do you, I mean, you're an old hand. Um, do you feel like you're still improving though? You're still learning stuff? Um, I feel like I've learned recently that I'm going to actually have to start training properly. <laughs> what have you been doing up to now? Oh, mostly commuting. <laughs> That's it? Seriously? This yeah, is the, yeah. I did a little bit of weight training last year. <laughs> and so what have you been doing? What have you been doing this winter? Have you sort of changed things up? Uh, I've done less. You've done less? Is <laughs> yeah. this, is this uh, road mind, mind games? Hey, maybe trying slightly, to, uh, I did more cross riding and more yeah. road riding. And I've been doing rollers and some small yeah. things. But I think I'm going back to relying on being tactical. <laughs> is this, we'll see how is that it, goes. Are you just playing mind games on Judy right now? <laughs> Never. Um, no. <laughs> no. I feel like um, the season normally goes, uh, I'll get a good lead um, while Ellie's just sort of getting up to speed. And then in the second half of the season, I can't get anywhere near her. So mm. I've got to get a big lead at the start. Because <laughs> um, by the end of last season, I I mean, I just don't think I've beat you at any race in that last Wellington Cup at all. So wasn't yeah. enough, though. Well, you, that's because you spent the whole first season, half first season getting no points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I should needed to be fitter sooner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so a season of two halves. So um, if Ali ever did any training over winter, she'd be unstoppable. Yeah. What about you, Judy? Have you changed anything up this winter or are you just doing your normal riding absolutely heaps, doing all the racing you possibly can? Yeah, just that, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't do any kind of like you know track specific efforts or anything like that. You don't. No, I don't do no. anything specific. No, I'm too old for that, Nick. You you're really not. But um, okay, well, uh, what about your plans for the season? Like, I know Ellie, you mentioned that you might have a go at team pursuits. It's been banded around as an idea. Um, Maybe not just sprint stuff. We've got a new rider called Emily who's been coming along to the roller sessions um, who did uh, team pursuits in the UK. And I was like, well, we need a third man for our sprint. So if you help us out, we'll help you out. <laughs> and then thinking maybe we've got enough, enough ladies to do two team sprints in a pursuit. And a, you know, I've never done a, t a team 
pursuit with full team of ladies before, so it'd be quite cool. Uh, that'd be awesome. Judy, you should catch up. I don't even know if there's that. a record for it in Wellington. <laughs> there's not. There's not. No. So you know, like a free, free, free points. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very good. <laughs> um, okay, final question, Judy. Um, so obviously we had uh, your uh, good husband Callum on earlier in uh, season one. You mentioned um, about your aero position, um, and that's something that you needed to work on. <laughs> Have you been yeah. uh, tinkering with your stance yeah, and work, trying to get lower and stuff like that? How are your elbows? Are they still pointing out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No, I haven't done anything about that yet. Um, but yes, it is a, it is top of top of my mind, Nick. That I must bend my arms. I'm going to ride it on my bike. Bend arms. Are <laughs> 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 you just a sticker? Sticker on the stem. Bend arms. Good plan. Last one, guys. Look, looking forward to it. I'm sure it's going to be a really good battle. Um, and we'll see you at the season start. Exactly. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the men's side of things. First up, Dan Shepard. Um, Dan won a lot of races last season. He was really the guy to beat. Um, and he also sort of went off to the national championships in Invercargill, uh, raced very successfully down there. Packs an awesome sprint, but he can also do well in the longer races too. So tough guy to uh, get the better of. Uh, straight after chatting with Dan, uh, there's a little interview with Callum Kennedy. Callum broke his collarbone at the beginning of last season, so didn't really feature until the last few race meets where he was as strong and as uh, cunning as ever. So I'd say he's definitely uh, up, for, up for it this year as well. Right after Callum, um, I catch up with Chris Watts, who's one of the sprint uh, squad members to talk about his goals for the season. All right. Hello, Dan Shepherd. How are you? Yeah, good, Nick. How's things been? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, we're going to be talking about the season upcoming. Um, but first, I want to ask you about the season that's gone, like pretty mega season for you, I'd say. Like you won the overall points, uh, the Wellington Cup for the first time. Yeah. Um, you smashed it down to nationals. Like, how do you feel like it went? Um, yeah, by far the the best season I've actually probably raced, and I kind of wish I um got into it soon. Obviously, um, yeah, but every everything, all the hard work, everything I've done, just to combine everything together, and the training and the racing, all worked out at nationals. Being the first nationals I've ever raced as well, so I'm looking forward to a bit more. Bit more racing, and uh, hopefully, I can hang with those those big guys. You know, <laughs> like, do you have any highlights from from the season? Um, oh, it has to be nationals. It has yeah. to be nationals. The um, just the Karens, that fizz that everyone talks about once you finish racing, and you know you're doing sixty five plus k an hour, and just coming off the track, you're just yeah amazed. It's it's a cool sensation. So. That's um, that'd be my favorite, favorite moment. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, you did a pretty good kilo as well. You're pretty happy <laughs> yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny you say that. I was actually um before nationals, I was asking Mike Thomas, um, asking about his gearing and his timing and 
stuff like that because I've never done a kilo obviously on the indoor so I had no idea what I was going in for and how to pursue it and if there's a strategy to go hard from the gun or save some energy for the, the last lap or two um so actually Mike helped me out choosing a gear and he's like oh you're doing right so well you know it's just fun and games and see how it goes so yeah that yeah was no, I was quite stoked with the results so I think I was sixth or seventh in the elite men so I mean I'll give it another crack and see how we go in the following year it was an awesome race that was great to watch <laughs> um and then on Wellington Velodrome you like well you were the guy to beat weren't you you sort of won a lot of our Sunday racing um I'll say the the big is there a hole on your uh trophy cabinet where the Lake Old Cup <laughs> <laughs> could have gone yeah yeah i mean i was a bit disappointed about that um i was a target for sure this year yeah um had obviously nailed it there as we ride in the same team for the road but i guess when it comes to track racing you know and there's a trophy on the line no one no one's your teammate in the end of the day it's you know it's all all or nothing i think so um but yeah as uh I have to definitely watch my back this year for sure because um, obviously had you chasing my wheel and throwing some attacks and then I had some other guys as well. So, um, yeah, it kept me on my toes. So, Were you yeah. a bit frustrated after that one? I don't – yeah, I, I definitely was. I think there was a few Wellington riders that uh, definitely knew that, okay, we can't let Dan take it again this year. So, I was um, – yeah, I was – definitely like a magnet to some other people um yeah it was frustrating but yeah i mean there's not much you can do at the end of the day except for train and go harder and probably ride smarter yeah, yeah. i think that was definitely from my perspective it was uh, not that i don't want dan to win but dan is the guy to mark you know yeah i'm not exactly. gonna i'm not gonna do any helping and chasing <laughs> i'm gonna try and get away because i can't i haven't beaten him all season so why would i expect it to happen yeah. at the end of this one um i still um really remember the first well the year i won it yeah was when you attacked from the gun and we're like wow this is this is how the race is going to play out and it was kind of like that but it was um just the opposite you know everyone was like right if dan's not going we're not going so that was uh that's the way yeah. i could see the race and it was perfect for Ant Nelda to kind of chip away at the right time and everyone just look at each other. And to be fair, that, that Lake Old Cup often goes like that. Yeah. I think about the years gone by and people that have won it. Um, yeah, it often goes like that. But hmm. anyway, um, you said uh, a bit earlier that you haven't stopped training yet. So um, you've been sort of going most of winter uh, with a, a looking ahead to the upcoming season. Yeah, so I haven't really... Um... I had a little bit of town downtime after obviously in the Wellington um, cup and nationals, I had like a, I mean, I wouldn't say a big time off, maybe a week, but then after that, it was just kind of keep a base fitness through the winter. Don't want to, you know, lose too much um, um, power and, you know, a bit of endurance always helps. So yeah, I kind of haven't, I've done to death down a bit, but yeah, haven't really, stopped at all <laughs> so i mean we i bumped into you on your way out to the motorway the hut motorway to do a few <laughs> sprint sessions do you, are you still been doing those in the dark 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been uh, doing them at least twice a week. So oh, wow. yeah, it's a good 60K, just going for a ride and then doing some efforts along the motorway there. And uh, yeah, no, nah, still hitting those twice a week. So yeah. it's keeping some good form and good power as well. Um, obviously don't have a smart trainer, so that uh, <laughs> makes things a bit hard. Yeah. yeah. Do you do all your training on the road? Um, yeah, I'd say majority of my training is on the road. Um, obviously, we can't get on the track at the moment, being winter and rain and doesn't dry out. So um, I do have rollers, but yeah. Yeah, most of it, most of it, I'd say it's on the road. So, yeah. Pretty old school. Harry, Harry Kent would approve. <laughs> yeah i guess um it's the whole i've been riding road a lot longer than track since i was probably 14 so um i guess it's kind of like a natural habitat for me to yeah do my training on the road compared to going to the into a gym and lifting the weights and going from yeah. there yeah um and what are you going for this season you've already mentioned nationals but is that going to be your main target or what uh, what else are you hoping to achieve? Yeah, I mean, if Oceana Chance probably on, um, oh, yeah. I think that would be another good one to aim for. Um, definitely another crack at nationals. I think I need to um, jump actually in the gym and, you know, join the gym and start from there and lift some weights and kind of bring that side of training into my routine just to see how we go. Um, I don't want to lose too much form. That's my that's my fear, but um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, obviously we'll do the Lake Hold Cup again and um, do all the Wellington races, and I'll try and go to Cambridge every now and then and race up there. Yeah. Mm. Um, and like talking about Wellington, like who are you? Uh, who are you most worried about, Dan? Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, there's. There's obviously a few people to watch for, like yourself. Um, yeah, there's a few threatening riders, you know, they can come out of nowhere and have some great form. So um, I, I remember listening to one of the podcasts, I think it was Kim Kennedy, um, probably making a comeback. So I think, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll be giving up the road side a bit, a bit more this year, so... Hopefully, I don't lose too much endurance for the the longer races. But um, another one to probably watch for would be um, probably Chris Watts. Chris Watts was going really well at the end of the season um, with some of those sprint races. He's definitely getting closer, closer and closer as the um, season was getting on. So, and probably um, if Lee Evans actually makes a comeback, so oh yes, Chris that he's he's coming back. So. Um, the old coach might be a big threat as well. So we'll see what did, happens. Did he used to coach you? Yeah. So, I mean, before, uh, when was it? it? Must have been 2018. He definitely yeah. gave us a bit of a hand and um, talked, uh, talked his ways into us. And mm -hmm. he pretty much got me into the track scene. So I kind of wish I got into it earlier. But um, yeah, there's not much you can do now, is just follow yeah. through and hope for the best. So yeah you're still young dan you yeah plenty yeah. of years to ride the track don't worry <laughs> yeah all right here i'm with uh, callum kennedy just had the riveting pnp cycling club agm so we're buzzing from that um, 
just about to, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the season upcoming. Um, Callum, you're obviously in good form. Are you uh, building up towards Southland and then a massive season on the track or what's your kind of, what's your deal yeah, right it's now? all about the track really, Southland and the Fucker 100 and all those enduros I do, um, mainly just towards track. So you're doing the Tour of Southland, New Zealand's probably biggest stage race as build up for the probably. Wellington Cup track scene <laughs> yeah I think it's I think the Tour of Southland might be some of the best training for those endurance races they're, they're over before you know it when you've been um, riding for a week but um, yeah. they're still it's still all very similar so you yeah okay so using a seven day stage race to prepare for 10 laps on Wellington but that, that's yeah, cool that's yeah, fine yeah. Um, so who who um, you know we, you had an interesting season last year breaking your collarbone and then coming back to to pretty one, decent one form yeah at the end yeah. of the season so what, yeah. what are you hoping for this year then well i i i like enjoy the track racing um what I, i'm hoping to just have some good races i've got um i'm not quite sure if i've got any goals to win much but um i think that the i've always um since i started track racing i really appreciate how good the actual person on person racing is and i think that from someone who races mountain bikes all the way through road and cyclocross and track with with a lot of mountain biking you don't see anyone else but the mountain biking is pretty cool you're doing jumps and stuff with track you know every, all of the you've got the velodrome that makes the racing as um almost as um pure as it can be and it's it's a brilliant thing and i've been really enjoying the last couple of years on the track so really i don't know no specific goals here, but I'm expecting to really enjoy it. Well, you, you like to win, don't you? Who, um, oh, I like winning. Who, yeah. Who's your main barrier to winning lots of stuff? Oh, I, think, I think it's hard to look past Dan Shepard. He's, Dan is a, a good example of a, um, he's a big boy, but he can ride a road bike too. So the problem I've had with him is that he matches me on the endurance, but then he's got more kick. Well, that's, that's, uh, that, that's quite admirable, really. He's likely to do very well. Um, he also likes to try and gun it for the sprinters and the times when I have got more points than him I've waited for him to try and match Watts and say one of the earlier races cook himself and then ride away with some points but yes he, if he wants it he can have it really he's he's exceptional uh, Ant Nolder is always difficult he has an incredibly good ability to race a bike and he's put that uh, ability um, to use very quickly on the track, he was always going to work it out straight away. Um, we had a we had a couple of weeks at the beginning when he first turned up that we could outsmart him. There were two, soon, yeah, two, two weeks. Ended. You think it took him two <laughs> weeks? Yeah. <laughs> sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, um, I, I think that the uh, I have to come back to the, he he won't beat us. Let's let's put that challenge to him though because I've been scared by teenagers before. Bertie has been exceptional when I've seen him on the road bike in the last um, few months. Yeah. And uh, maybe not this season, but um, he's one who, if he progresses like he is, he'll be contesting the A grade finishes. That's Bertie McGuigan. Bertie yeah, McGuigan. still under 17, 15, I think. 15, 16, something like that. Seems Very young. Small. It's about that time when he uh, graduates to A grade and starts thrashing us, but that's all good. Yeah. Uh, cool. He's, he's great, and uh, the and I also think that the um, that the the women's I think that you've got that um, the the competition there is probably even washed up with Judy and um, Ali 
struggling to best each other. And then um, Bella, obviously, probably a bit faster than them at the finish if she's still there. And and then plenty of young women coming through. It should be quite exciting. It's going to be exciting indeed. All right, nice one. Thanks, yeah. Callum. Thanks, Nick. Good See luck you later. <laughs> Chris Watts in the salubrious track shed. Um, he's got his weight set up, five kilograms on each end. I think that's is that somewhere near your PB. Is that your starting weight, Chris? Oh, just just warming up, just warming up. Yeah. Uh, probably double that for working sets. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, how's your build-up for the season gone? A uh, little bit mixed. Had um, a few weeks of illness. Uh, the man flu, dreaded man flu, that always knocks back your uh, your um, your performance and preparation. But um, getting uh, getting strong in the gym, as always, for winter. Um, and a few little training camps planned um, up in Cambridge and maybe an intensive training camp down in Wellington just to... Um, blow the cobwebs out yeah. in the in the coming months. What uh, what bike riding do you do over winter? <laughs> uh, I, I commute about a kilometre to work and back. It is and a, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, yeah. Sec- the latter half has a hill, so yeah. I count that as training. Yeah, decent. So yeah. no sprints. Do you get hop on an erg or anything like that? Um, nah, not really. I mean, maybe once every couple of weeks, I might come in here and and put the bike on the um. On the BT erg, um, but nah, a few standing starts, ripping around the streets, but um, yeah, <laughs> other, other than that, <laughs> oh, well, okay. very, very summer oriented. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you hoping for this season? What are, you, what are your goals? Um, first, I think putting together a good team sprint this year, actually fielding a um, a Wellington team sprint after getting pretty close mm-hmm. last year. Um, I think we have a good bunch of riders um, that have the potential to go go well um, as a Wellington contingent. Um, also getting back to uh, good form and setting a PB on the Flying 200, which is kind of what we, you know, at the end of the day, is kind of what we do it for, um, getting really fast, as fast as we can. Um, there's also... Um, Oceania's um, locally this year, so looking at um, you know getting in good shape and, and targeting that, have a good showing there. Plus, uh, some some really good uh, C two um, and C one events up in Cambridge, and um, over the Christmas period. So, yeah, targeting all those things. And even more locally, you got goals at the uh, Wellington Cup races or the track leagues or, or the track meets. What are you What are you hoping to achieve on Wellington? Uh, finish a scratch race. <laughs> on lap I think uh, an A grade scratchy that, that would be um, uh, a good achievement um, and then yeah I think uh, finishing the Wellington Cup Series with a, a, a good string of points and consistent um, would be a goal because it's quite, quite competitive um, up in A grade so um, finishing within the top we'll say well, you were up top. there last year, weren't you? Yeah, you were, was that? Were you in the top ten easily? Was okay, in top five or something, or I don't know. Oh, really? Oh, well, no, I didn't you know. have to go check. But you were up there. You were up there. You got yeah, points yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely that. So try and um, be dominant in the sprint races and survive the endurance races is basically. The... <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last but not least, here is Gary Gibson talking about our junior riders. 
All right. Hello, Gary Gibson, our junior coach, who's um, been uh, been with PNP now for how many, how many years have you been coaching our younger riders, Gary? Um, at least at least eighteen years, if if not twenty. I'm not sure. It's a full generation. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's we're just coming up to this first sort of um, uh, track meet of the summer. Most of the junior riders have been pretty busy over winter anyway with road and cyclocross and mountain biking and goodness knows what else. But um, what what do you kind of look forward to most um, as we come into the track season in the summer months? Um, I like to um, I like to see how um, a lot of the juniors who have been busy over the over the winter um, with uh, road and cyclocross and seeing how that will transfer onto the track. Um, quite a few there that really shine or have earned themselves some titles over the over the winter. And um, it'd be very inter interesting to see how they go in the track. Yeah, there's a, there's usually, you know, we have, we, you obviously sort of keep an eye on what's going on over winter, but uh, from a track perspective, there's a good seven months where we, we often don't see these kids. And then yeah. they come back suddenly and you notice a step change don't you yeah i'm seeing them uh most tuesdays um at the spin class during the winter and um it's generally all the ones in the spin class are the ones i am uh, watching out for seeing where they're gonna go um what do you think these kids should be focusing on over winter like what's what would you say to to some of these younger riders like look you know this is um what, what you should uh try and focus on this this summer um yes we haven't actually talked to them yet about what what um what goals or focuses they should have but um um generally I'll, I'll try to get them to focus on going to the nationals or the track nationals um and uh, i'm not really sure what's going to happen this season with the with the um the possibility of coming to velodrome um coming on board and whether they have any big big carnivals to focus on um let's all wait and see yeah and what's um why do you uh, give them the focus of the nationals what's uh what's the sort of the reasoning behind that um that's where the kids um learn so much more and develop and grow so much um, as a as mature and um, and just come back buzzing from from um, that experience, seeing all of the other top riders around the countryside, and you just see a massive change in them when, when they come back. You mean is is yeah. that in terms of like motivation and skills or um, motivation? Yeah, um, and just yeah, just they're just. Um, suddenly got this extra speed and extra strength just from competing against stronger people and yeah. feeling more confident as well yeah okay so um we've got a number of riders across the various grades don't we are we i mean at our weekly racing we tend to just ride a b c d so they end up a lot of the time riding with adults um do you think that helps uh having kind of kids mixed in with bigger people <laughs> Yeah, um, riding with um, 
stronger people um, is always good for them. Um, if, you, if they want to improve, it's better to ride with people that are stronger than them. And um, uh, it's sometimes it's a challenge to get them to move up a, up a grade, but um, um, yeah, it's, it works really well riding against the adults. It gives them lots more um, experience. But it's, it's also good to be able to um, uh, just give them the odd, odd event where they're actually riding against kids this, their race the same age. And that's why we have one carnival for them. And hopefully there'll be a West Coast North Island um, carnival for the kids where they can race against other kids their own age. And um, that gives them a couple of opportunities to do that. But riding with the adults and the, the, the grades really helps lots. Yeah. Uh, so we do also have the D grade, don't we? We have uh, a grade just for juniors, pretty much, and uh, novice riders. Um, oh, beginners, yeah. And yeah, who who do you kind of have? Uh, do, uh, uh, who do we have in that grade that you're you're going to be looking out for? Do you think? Um, I think it's going to be um, interesting to see um, how Eva and Amelia will do. Um, I think they might well be moving up a grade, but um, the two of them um, certainly coming along and doing doing extraordinarily well. So watching those two compete against each other this season is going to be quite quite interesting. Um, and we've got a few newbies coming through the season that I uh, can't give any names at the moment, but there um, there seems to be some very keen young ones coming through that are just looking to smash themselves on the on the on the pedals <laughs> and go really hard yeah that's what you want isn't it um yeah. in terms of uh under 15s i think that's probably one of our most competitive grades isn't it um yeah so we've got tim cuthbert uh christian uh, yeah and uh gus warren um is there anyone A else in that boy, grade new boy called oscar um, oh yep great to you that he's been doing the spin class with me and uh, they got out on the track for the first time um, on Sunday, uh, Saturday. And um, he's looking very smooth and very, very keen. And yeah, he, he might be one to watch this season. A new, whole new guy. And might awesome. give Angus a good run for his money. Yeah, good. He'll want that. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we've also got um, uh, Millie Donald. I'm not sure uh, what age group she's in now she's still under 17 um well both millie and bertie will be putting their under 19 log, uh, legs on at the end of uh, this year right so um they'll both be both be um real challenges in the track this season unless, unless millie goes away and competes um in other parts of the country but she'll millie's going to be a um good competition for ellie and judy and certainly challenge them really well it'll be interesting to see how the three of them get on yeah i mean she's um like just uh an absolute star at the moment isn't she i don't i can't think yeah. of anything she hasn't won yet um on the road <laughs> and cyclocross and mountain bike just phenomenal so yeah really should be really exciting to see her um racing track this year that's for sure yeah. um so you mentioned bertie there he's had a great winter as well uh yeah. he'll be why suddenly one of those guys to watch out for an a grade i think after 
sort of yeah. being comfortably finishing in the bunch, I'd say, um, last season. But I imagine it would be a different story this year. Yeah, I think he'll be ready to uh, put on a bigger gear and um, really push it hard in the, in the A grade. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how he goes. He's done quite well on the road so far with older riders, so I think he can do that on the track as well. Yeah, great. And um, his younger brother, Kingsley, uh, has also been doing very well over winter. Um, yeah. Is he focusing on track this year, do you know? Um, he His heart is still in um, football and, and uh, I think cricket as well, but um, he'll still be coming along. He's got his own bike this season, so it might be interesting to see what he does with his own bike. Um, but yeah, he's <clears throat> he's a phenomenal powerhouse in the under 13. So he, he'll be challenging the under 15s as well, I think. I've seen yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and any other tips? I think uh, Michaela Perry might still be an under 19. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, she's, um, I think this is her last year of, of under 19s. Yeah. And um, yeah, she'll be, She's she's going really strong at the moment as well, so it'll be interesting to see it. She's got herself a um, a new uh, road bike, and I'm not sure about track bike just yet, but yeah. Um, so she's keen to get on the boards on the on the track this season, and um, and the other person is Ewan Mason, who um, who's uh, just coming along in leaps and bounds at the moment. Mm. Uh, he's um, in his last year of under 19s as well. Um, <clears throat> well, he's aiming to to move to a team in Italy uh, next year, so he'll be going through the track season to the point when he's ready to get on overseas. So um, he'll be um, he'll be quite strong this season. Oh, fantastic! Um, uh, what advice would you give all these kids this year? I mean, it's Wellington track, you know. Uh, I know we sort of talk about aiming for nationals and all that sort of thing, but what advice would you give to to these kids? Um, it's probably the same as that. what every coach says, I think. It's just um, keep it fun. Just make it fun. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. And just enjoy it. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, um, yeah, just enjoy the friendships that you get from it. Um, yeah, it's all about just keeping it fun at the stage. It's yeah. the biggest, biggest part. Not, yeah, <laughs> you've, you've got to have fun to, to enjoy doing what you're doing. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. All right. Nice one. Thanks, Gary. See you out there. That's right. Okay. I'll see it. And that's the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, again do let me know any feedback any episode suggestions we'd love to hear it and see you out there on the track